and welcome to Destination to Excellent podcast. Destination to Excellence is an organization dedicated to building your faith, leading you to your destination to walk in excellence. I'm your host, Alonda Billings. Now, let's jump into the devotion for today and get some juicy nuggets from the word. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Abba. We just thank you for waking us up, Lord, to see another day. We thank you, Father, for all of our blessings, Lord God. We thank you how you just kept us as we slept through the night, Lord. We thank you that uh, uh, you are our Father and you are in heaven and hallowed be your name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless your holy name. We adore you, and we make known, Father, the fact that we we adore you. When we worship you on this day that you have given us, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jehovah Elohim, the creator of heaven and earth, who was in the beginning and is who made us. And that you have given, we have crowned you, Lord God, with glory and honor. You are the God of might and strength. Hallowed be your name. We bless your name, Jehovah El Shaddai, the God Almighty of blessings. You are the Holy One, Father. And we just thank you. We praise you that you give us everything that we need, Lord. You supply all our needs according to your riches and glory. You are all sufficient. How would be your name? We bless your name, Jehovah Adonai, the Lord, and our master. You are Jehovah. You're the only one self-existent, the Alpha and Omega, always present. You revealed yourself to Jesus, and you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We bless your name, Jehovah Jireh, the one who sees our needs and you provide for them. How would be your name? We bless your name, Jehovah Rapha. You're our healer, the one who makes all of our bitter experiences sweet. And you sent your word and you healed me. You healed each and every woman on this line, Lord, at some point. Everyone in our families, Lord, your hands are on us for good. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We praise your name, Jehovah and Kadesh that you are the Lord, our sanctifier, and that you have set us apart, hey, hallelujah, for yourself. Hallowed be your name, Jehovah Nisi. You are victory. You are banner. You're Jehovah Shalom. You are peace, the peace which passes all understanding, Lord God. We thank you that you are Jehovah Sikhanu, our righteousness. Thank you for becoming sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're Jehovah Rahi, our shepherd, and we shall not want for any good thing. And we praise you for that, Jehovah Shammah, the God who will never leave or forsake us. We worship you because you are Jehovah El Elyon, the most high God. Hallelujah. And Father, we always exalt you above all else. Your name and your word. And you have magnified your word above all other names. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallowed be your name. 
We just put on our armor, Father God of God. We put on the helmet of salvation this morning, Father. And we thank you that the enemy will not be able to throw any darts in our ears and put stuff in our minds, Lord God, that is not of you. Hallelujah. We hear the voice of the good shepherd in a stranger's voice. We will not follow. Our children will not follow a strange voice. They will remember what taught them. You will send laborers across their paths, Father, that will be able to minister to them in ways that we cannot. Hallelujah. You said once we saved, everybody in our household would be saved. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father God, for that, that, uh, that, that, you know, assurance, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that we have on our breastplate of righteousness so that we can withstand fiery darts. We thank you for the shield, which is our faith, Lord, that's increasing every day. We thank you for the sword, which is your word. We thank you that our loins are girded about with truth and that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace everywhere we go, everywhere we step. As you direct our path, we bring peace. We bring the light. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that our children have favor from God and all men. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We thank you that you will continue to remind us that you never said that weapons wouldn't be formed, but you said they would not prosper. Hallelujah. We thank you that we remember that God is not finished with us. He is not finished with each and every one of our children and our family members. Hallelujah. He's working behind the scenes, Lord God. He's working in their lives and turning their hearts and softening them in ways that we cannot see. We thank you for the gifts that you've entrusted to us, Lord God. I pray this morning, Lord, that you stir up the gifts in us, Father. Hallelujah, that they will not remain dormant because you've given, you entrusted us with them. We will use them and you will get all of the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And we remember that our battle is not against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. We praise your name. But it's against spiritual wickedness in high places, Lord. We call down the imaginations of Dwayne and Jay and Victor and Tiki and Deanna and Christopher. We thank you that they are surrounded, Lord God. A hedge of protection is around Janae and Deshaun and Lala, Tajane and Tajan. Demarie, Renee, Valente, Janelle, hallelujah, Jeray and Jaden, you're keeping them. These children are succeeding in school. They do understand. They are focused. Their mind is kept. I thank you for Mama Jenny, Joyce, Mark, and Eddie, and Eric, and uh, Laura, Arnold, Karen, Dion, D. Shannon. I thank you for Uzziah, Brianna, and uh, Uzziah Jr., Isabella, and Amani, Phyllis, Aaron. Aaron's parents, Lord God, I thank you that you are healing them up from the COVID. Hallelujah. Lord God, it will not take them. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God, for the test Tamara, John, Sierra, Alex, Baylor, and Naomi are going through. But Lord, we know that they have the victory. Ha ha. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for Rob and Mother and uh, his father, their brothers and sisters. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah for praising Isaac and Rhonda and Brandon, Sean, Jervais, and Degato, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, that as our children grow, Lord, and learn more of you, that you bless them just the way you bless us. I thank you for blessing 
mother and Janice and Marcus and Douglas and little Douglas, Jackie and her family and Reggie. Thank you, Father, that you keep them while they're over in Hawaii this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah, that you keep them safe. Hallelujah, thank you for Tutu and Ebony. And thank you for uh, Philip Woods and Stevion and Sean, Marquita and Ailani, Terry and Kenny, Jessica and her family, Lord God, that they all have everything they need, all sufficiency. All of their needs are met. Hallelujah. Bat Valerie and Barry Lewis, Naomi and Alex, I thank you for Rio and that they are all growing up strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. LaWanda Starks, Lord God, been battling cancer, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father, that you look in on her this morning, Lord God. Touch her and give her comfort in a way that only you can. And Miss Ursula, this morning, Lord, with this breast cancer, I <coughs> command all breast cancer to dissipate. Father, you said that we could send your word, hallelujah, and that people would be healed. We thank you, Father God, for Spencer. For his heart condition, Lord God, I ask that you just touch him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord. Regulate his heartbeat in Jesus' name. And let the, the physicians be skillful to find out what is going on, Lord God, so that we know exactly how to pray. Hallelujah. I thank you. Felicia, Lord God, is battling breast cancer. I thank you for her recovery, Lord. We don't know what's going on, but we just ask that you fix it. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, for me. I'm having a colonoscopy tomorrow, Lord God. And I thank you that they put me under and I come on out. Everything is going to be fine, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Jayla Sanders and Tajane Brooks and uh, Kevin Rout and his wife, Jean, and Willie and Tanya. I thank you for um, ooh, Stephanie and all of my prayer partners, Lord God. Uh, that's on our prayer line this morning, Lord. I thank you that they have everything that they need, that the peace that passes all understanding just dwells on each and every person on this line. Because, Lord, when you keep us at peace, we keep everybody else at peace. And we just thank you for that. For Latanya and Jose Watson and their family, Kimmy and her husband and her children that are in Africa, Lord God, Keep your heads of protection around them, Lord. Hallelujah. Make sure that every person on our prayer list has everything that they need, Lord God. There's no lack or want. I praise you for their health. I praise you, Lord God, that everything they need, you supply it. And that they're one day going to give you all the glory for it, Lord God. You said that our children would rise up and call us blessed. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. So worthy, so worthy, hallelujah. Amen. Well, this morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, hallelujah. So this morning, yes, boy, this chapter of Matthew is just, we just exhausting it, are we not? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're doing chapter 13. Getting some good yeah. stuff. <laughs> so we're going to be looking at the second day um, of this chapter 13, verse 31 through 35. And uh, it's a more parable. Jesus is teaching in the parables. And we found out in our studies uh, last week about these parables. 
you know, Jesus talked and taught in the parables, and I found out something that Christian, um, he did that for the non-believers that were following him, yes, and because a lot of people just looky-loos, and they yeah. were just coming to see the miracles, get fed, and they had all other kinds of reasons why they were showing up. But the word tells us that once you hear the word, and understanding you're responsible to walk in it. Yeah. And yeah, so if yeah. they would have been understanding and being non-believers, they would have been expected to walk in what the teaching, you know, what God was teaching, uh-huh. which would have put them in a continual state of sin because they would not do, they, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't receive it and they wouldn't have been walking right. And at that time, there was no redemption for them because Christ hadn't died yet. Mm. So, I thought that was interesting. I thought I would share that. So um, we're talking in some more parables today. And uh, I'm going to ask you guys to, like, uh, you know, participate. We have a a lot to get through, but we're going to get through it. Amen? Amen. Amen. So Matthew 13, verse 31 through 35, I'm going to read it from NIV. And it says, the parables of the mustard seed and the yeast. So he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. So though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and they perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. And Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through, through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. All right. So we're going to start off talking about this mustard seed and the yeast. To what, 3A says, to what did Jesus compare the mustard seed? And then to what did Jesus compare the yeast? Anybody? Anybody? What did Jesus compare Um, that mustard seed to? Well, I can have that he compared it to the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. And um, he expands once shared with um the receptive heart but that's what he um he expanded more to his um his followers but he compared it to the kingdom of heaven hmm. okay who else got some for three x well i had uh put that the mustard seed was compared he, he compared it to something being really small but that it would grow into something really big like that little bitty if you've ever seen a mustard seed it's it's like a dot it's there so tiny but so tiny a seed becomes a big plant it get those leaves get bigger than everything that you be planting in your garden and then it have the nerve to turn into a tree from one little bitty teeny tiny seed and then the yeast he kind of used that um to show a little bit of the years that he can make things swell up because, you know, yeast, when you cook bread with yeast, 
that bread rises. And even though it mm-hmm. starts out real small, you can put some uh, bread, some dough with yeast in, it in a bowl, cover it up, and wait a couple hours. And when you come back, it'll almost expand it out that bowl. So um, I think he was he was showing how things swell up when when you have that yeast in it, and then how big something can become from just a small little mustard seed. Yeah. So 3B then asks the question, what is the common concept or idea in these two parables? What, what's common <clears throat> I think the, between the mustard seed and the yeast? Well, I think, it, I think it's um, pretty much what you said, where it's something small, you know, it starts mm-hmm. off small, but then it grows into something that's larger. I just think that... Mm-hmm. The common concept or the the concept is the same, but the idea behind it is different. I think one is mm-hmm. the spiritual aspect, and then one is the <clears throat> non spiritual aspect. Whereas you know, yeast is compared to the world, whereas a uh, mustard seed is compared to God. Mm. Yeah, I had um, I had put the same thing: small word that touches a heart that is willing to receive mm. grows and the message grows in us and so after it's sowed and it grows it's our responsibility to share it with others that's when it grows so large um that um even the birds and everything can sit on it and the yeast it grows so the dough grows it, it grows so large that now it can be baked and shared with others so um, mm-hmm. that's the way the small is, and it grows. That's the, com- the comparison. Okay. Anybody else about, about that common concept? I, I like that um, I did taking it back to the heart, because the heart being soil, like you say. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, that's another reason why we're supposed to be careful where we get let in our heart. And you don't want yeah. to see the discord to, to, to get in your heart and grow because <laughs> that thing take root and then it, it, it's something, you know, to, to get those roots out, to get to turn into bitterness. Don't you know? Just turns <laughs> all into something yeah. totally different. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, uh, go ahead. Now I'm going to say if you leave yeast out mm-hmm. and you don't use it right away, it loses its um, power. Mm-hmm. It's something about old, especially old yeast. It's not uh-huh. shared and put uh-huh. where it's supposed to be. It loses its strength, just yeah. like us. If we don't share God's word, we, you know, we lose something ourselves. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So yeah. I I learned something um, else again too <laughs> about that yeast. Um, <coughs> first, I have put that you may be small but God can use you to do big things in the kingdom. An example mm-hmm. would be how you don't know how many people's lives you touch. But if you stay yeah. yielded to God and the Holy Spirit, he'll, you know, bring people across your path for you to minister to. There's been times when you've uh, taught, been teaching, like Stephanie, when you work with those children in volleyball, the lives that you're touching, the things that you sow into those girls, that they go and they sow into somebody else, it started from something small, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, from coaching mm-hmm. and from volleyball. 
But during the time you was coaching them, I'm sure you share biblical principles with them. And you, oh, you, you know, know what I'm saying? You're yeah. teaching them different things that they will take on later in life and share with others, you know? And mm-hmm. so that was like kind of an example of how God would take something so small and make it big, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was when I was doing the research on, on the uh, yeast and the seeds, one of the reasons, and you guys probably know this, the reason why they use that unleavened bread at Passover, the Jews, is because um, they didn't have time when they were making their exodus out of Egypt. They didn't have time to wait for the bread to rise, for the yeast to do what it does. They had to just grab it and go. So because it bake it and just get it out of there so they could take it with them, they didn't have time. So that's their reminder that they left out of uh, Egypt in a hurry. <laughs> and so, you know, that was the state of their bread. Also, too, they the Jews think that um, it's not so much what the yeast does. It's the interaction of the yeast and the wheat. And um, some, some different Jewish <laughs> people that I was putting up on was explaining all about how, you know, they make that um uh, Leaven bread, how they have to cook it before the yeast and the wheat really mix. So it's something like 18 minutes after it's put together, then boom, they got to put it in the oven or else it'll mm. expand. It'll, you know, it won't stay leavened. So anyway, that was just a little side excerpt there. <laughs> <laughs> so now for number four, um, what possible interpretations do you see? And so it's asking us to look at Matthew, Ezekiel, Leviticus, and Corinthians. So who would like to take Matthew? And then if you could, um, you know, explain what, what, what interpretation you get from that. Who would like to take Matthew for me? Well, I'll okay. take it for Go ahead. Go ahead, Andre. Andre, you got it. Okay, Drea. And then Ezekiel 17, 23, and 24. I'll go ahead and take Ezekiel. Leviticus 2, 11. Uh, I, can, I can do Leviticus. Okay, 2, 11. And then I can do Leviticus 23, 15 through 18. And then that last one, 1 Corinthians. Anybody want to take that one? If not, I will. I'll wrap back over now. It's nobody else is taking it. Okay. So, Matthew 16, 6 through 12. Okay. Um, Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Uh, they discussed this among themselves and said, it is because we didn't bring any bread. Aware of their discussions, Jesus asked, you of little faith, why are you talking amongst yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Do you remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many baskets full you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? Don't <laughs> regard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast of the bread, but the yeast, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Yes, 
um, for this one, it it feels like it is a little bit different about than what we were saying about something ballooning, ballooning up from well. At the same time, no, because the yeast and the Sadducees, their attitudes and the little digs that they were putting out there mm-hmm. would eventually grow into something big. So mm-hmm. he was saying, be yeah, careful, yeah. be careful of the small little things that you hear and how your attitude is and how your heart is, because that will eventually spread and bleed into other people. There you go. And kind of deter them from the main mission, which is, you know, him. Not themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got that's mm-hmm. what I got too, Andre. That it was about their the belief that those teachers, you know, they had those titles, rabbis and teachers, and mm-hmm. they was in the temples and stuff. And so people tend more to listen to what somebody says if they have some title, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like human nature. Oh, well, they must be right because they're a teacher in the temple. They're a, they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're, mm-hmm. they're that in the church, you know. Oh, that's an elder. So you know, believe everything they say. And Jesus was saying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that influence of the stuff that they say, and because remember, they had some different teachings that they were going by. Now Jesus was there, and he was saying, "I come to do away with all that, but I'm putting a little twist on it because we're not going to operate like that going forward, right?" <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. it also reminded me that. The disciples were right there with them, mm-hmm. and they were looking, but they weren't speaking. It's like they saw what he did, but they didn't get it. Right. Yeah. Those miracles he did with that bread. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He wanted them to see deeper. He wanted them to, to understand what he was doing, and they mm-hmm. just weren't catching it yet. And, yeah. and again, too, you know, it was taking little. Them little five loaves and feed what? How many? Five thousand. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. So how he'll take something little and multiply mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Ezekiel 17, 23 and 24. Can you read okay, that one? here we go. The New Living Translation um, reads, It will become a majestic cedar, sending forth its branches and producing seeds. Birds of every sort will nest in it finding shelter in the shade of its branches. And all the trees will know that it is I, the Lord, who cuts the tall tree down and makes the short tree grow tall. It is I who makes the green tree wither and gives the dead tree new life. Mm. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do what I said. Okay. Wow. So So, what... <laughs> yeah, from yeah, it's it's pointing all to to Jesus because here we have those who thought they were high and mighty in power. Okay, well, first of all, the seed he sent forth the branches and producing seed, and the birds of all sorts will nest in it in the shelter. So, first of all, we all nest in um, rest in Jesus who is was, you know, strong and mighty. And then all the trees will know that it is I, he said. Every other tree in the forest, everyone will know that he is Lord. And but and then he says, who cuts the tall tree down and makes 
the short tree grow um, grow taller. So once Jesus, they cut him down. Then all those his disciples, they grew taller than 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 all those the the scribes, the Pharisees, all those in leadership then who thought that they were going to, you know, now we can get our power back now that he's gone. <laughs> what happened is that the word spread more. And and the, and when he says, it is I who makes the green tree wither, those who thought they were big and bad, you're, yeah, and that you were going to do what to my son? Wither. And give the dead tree, those who you thought, the one who you thought, that you were taking the life away, his life is restored, and now he's given life to everyone else who is following him. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got out of it. Okay. That he, that he's, that you know, the cutting down of the tree, Jesus, mm-hmm. and then how we, his disciples sprouted up. These did more miracles than he did. They, as he even said, and then now it's come to us to do the same. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's good. Anybody have anything they want to add to that? Ezekiel seventeen twenty three. I had. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'm gonna let you know because when I first read this, I was like, okay, okay. But everything I just said, that was definitely the Holy Spirit because oh, right now, <laughs> because uh, when I did it, I, I just had surface stuff, and he went deep. Huh? He went, yeah, yeah. I, I also kind of likened that one to um, when he was talking about a temple on a hill, like different people. You know how the word says that God will put down one and raise up another one, raise up yeah. another, and also that all authority is appointed <laughs> by God. So, you know, just to add to you know what you had, um, that's how he works. He's like, look, I'm taking and and have somebody to build a, a a big old edifice or temple on a hill and, mm. and the production of the branches to bear fruit would be you know the teachers that are teaching there yeah. and that um, he could build that ministry up to be really big wow that was powerful We're so happy you decided to tune in today to Destination to Excellent podcast, where we build faith, discover our destination, and walk in excellence. Until next time, go and be great on purpose.